Welcome to the Advent Houston podcast. At Advent, our mission is to embrace, embody, and extend the grace of Jesus Christ to the Texas Medical Center, Rice University, and the surrounding neighborhood. We're glad that you're here with us today. Well, as I promised, um, this section will be uh, be much uh, much shorter than we're used to. Uh, and um, but as we do, um, as we read God's word and as we consider it together, I, I, I know y'all are probably getting a workout from the stand up, sit down. Um, but if you all are able and would like, I'd like to invite us to stand uh, for the reading of God's word from the gospel reading here in John chapter one. Um, and we do so at Advent, again, not because we believe the gospels are, uh, are the true word of God and, and we're elevating them over other, other aspects of the Bible, but we do so because we believe the gospels are the fulfillment uh, of the word of the Lord. And so as we read it, um, uh, we, we like to invite us to stand. So thank y'all. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. And he came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the gospel of the Lord. Y'all can be seated. So um, I have a question, and this is, this is how we're going to do this. We're going to do a little bit more uh, question and discussion type thing. And so kids, feel free to answer, adults as well. Um, what is it about the dark or being in the darkness that is scary to us? Or maybe specifically to you? Yeah, Catherine, what do you think? Okay, so it, it, part of it's the unknown. You have no idea what is around you. Yeah, Amelia, what were you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know how much y'all are all able to hear, um, but she was saying that not only is it the unknown, but part of it also is what happens in the darkness with shadows and piles of clothes and things. It can begin with our imagination to start to turn into to frightening-looking monsters and other things along those lines, right? Um, I saw a hand over here. Was it you, Mary Margaret? What are you thinking? Yeah, okay. Yes. 
That's right. Okay, so in the dark, you know, it could be anybody would, could be there, right? And that this person could come out and jump and scare you. But not only that, she went a little darker and she said that they could kidnap you, right? And that's honestly, if we're all being honest, we have all been there. We've all thought those sorts of things, right? Um, you know, we've all thought if I don't sleep perfectly this way, then I'm vulnerable, uh, right? Or, or whatever it might be, we're frightened of those aspects of the dark. Other things, other thoughts. Yeah, Carmen. Yeah. No, that's right. You can't, there's really hardly anything you can do when you're in the dark. You can't figure out how to get back home if you're lost. You can't, uh, you can't cook. You can't do, uh, do much of anything in the dark. That's great. Yes, it's right. And there's dirty clothes you've got to take care of, and you can't do anything about it. That's right. Uh, oh, okay, Mary Margaret, one more time. That's right. Okay, so that's actually a really great transition um, because she said that if you have a nightlight, you could see, right? But if you don't, then, then you, know, you can't see. So what is it that brings us comfort when we're in the dark? So I would imagine that a, like a nightlight brings us comfort. So a little bit extra light so that we can see a little bit better. But what else? Yeah, Amelia. Okay, that's right. When you're alone in the dark and your imagination is running wild or your conscience is attacking itself, right? It's, it's terrible in the dark. But when someone is there with you, right, it, nothing seems as frightening. Nothing seems as scary, right? Other thoughts. What else is comfortable in the dark or comforting in the dark? The stars. Yeah, in what way? Yeah, that's right. Well, and, and I would imagine, I don't know if this is where you were going, um, but I'll take it there anyway. Um, right. But it's a reminder that you're a part of, of something bigger, that, that, that you're a part of something that actually created those stars. Um, and so maybe at least in my own mind, for me, it's, it's the reminder that, that the God who created that is the God who's still in control of whatever's going on down here that I'm afraid of. Um, so well said, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was great. Other things, other thoughts. Well, no, uh, th th these are really good. And I think part of why I wanted to touch on this point is that this is actually a lot of the crux of what John is getting at. His theological crux here is, is two points he's wanting to make about Jesus Christ. That we live in a dark world where we don't understand ourselves. We don't understand the problems of the world. We don't really even understand uh, the evils of the world. But God is the light, right? And so in that discomfort of the darkness, he's doing something about it. And he's bringing about both elements of comfort. He's bringing light and he's bringing his, himself, Right? Someone to be with us in the midst of that sense of darkness. Right? It says here that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. But not only that, if we look down at verse 14, we're reminded that Jesus, the word, became flesh and he dwelt among us. So we 
not only have a God um, who's in control of all things, but we have a God who comes to be with us in the darkness. And that's what Christmas is about. Yes, it's about light. It's about festivity. It's about, um, you know, gift giving. And it's about uh, partying. But at the end of the day, it's about the fact that our Lord desires so much to be with his people that he came to be with us. That he dwelt among us. That he can identify with everything that we go through. With the fears that we have of the pile of clothes in the corner that look like a scary monster. That he identifies with everything. And because he has come, and because uh, he can identify with everything that we've gone through, he also provides for us. He brings light into our lives, into this world. And as we even talked about a little bit last night, there's this trajectory in the scriptures that we see um, kind of this movement from darkness to more and more and more light in the New Testament. Um, to the point that we're here, it's almost, at least in my own imagination, it's, it's sort of like a small little nightlight in a dark room as Jesus enters into it. But we see at the very end of, of Revelation, uh, the, same, uh, the same author, John, talks about how we will no longer even need the sun because the light of Jesus Christ is all that we will need. So it's growing. It's coming. And may we take delight in that very fact. Would you all pray with me under that end? Our God and our Father, we thank you that Jesus has come. We thank you that he, um, he can identify with everything that we go through, with everything that we struggle with. Lord, I thank you for all of us who are here today. Um, I thank you for the ways in which you've been a light in our, in our hearts and in our, um, and in our lives. And I pray, Lord, that wherever there's darkness, um, Lord, that you would illuminate it to us. Lord, that we would become more and more like Jesus Christ, I pray. All of this in his name. Amen.